je vous aime, femme, je vous aime. Ah, does that take you back to Paris? Is it serendipity or hauntology? Hello and welcome to my podcast where I will be reflecting on moments of serendipity that have happened since I began my research into Natalie Barney, one of the 20th century's most notorious lesbians, writer, poet, beautiful, talented and charismatic Natalie. So what is serendipity? The occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way. So for me, in other words, it's when things come together and you think, was that a coincidence or significant in some way? Either way, it's what my Zen impro teacher from drama school would have called a happy accident. Natalie was known for her epigrams and would probably now have had a million followers on Instagram. Her sharp paradoxical wit would have been perfect for those daily posts. If we keep an open mind, too much is likely to fall in, she said. Entrepreneurship is the last refuge of the troublemaking individual. She would dart these witticisms all around her salon, impressing everybody with her words. She had a way with words. So in creating and scripting a drama about Natalie's life, I became interested in the circle of artists that attended her Friday salons. I came up with the idea of a collaborative of 16 satellite actor researchers who would each channel one of these literary women. With this in mind, I had envisaged a backstory button, much like you see on Netflix when you're looking for the actor's bio, a portal into the interior world of these fascinating queer women of the left bank. Now, getting my group of researchers together and working with them, I've witnessed some eureka moments in their own discoveries that have impacted their lives and brought up moments of serendipity along the way. So what, I hear you ask, were these moments? Instinctively, each woman I asked to become involved had a certain connection or resonance with who they would channel. I asked my friend and writer, Bettina Gracias, to channel Sylvia Beach, the founder of Shakespeare and Company Bookshop. When I called her, guess where she was? Unbeknownst to me, she was in Paris, texting me at that very moment. Maria, I'm in Shakespeare and Company Bookshop. I was thinking about you and when you lived in Paris. In choosing Betty to channel Sylvia, there was some definite serendipity going on there. There she was in the very bookshop that Sylvia Beach had much loved and devoted her time to books and publishing Ulysses by James Joyce. Another example was Sarah, a former drama student of mine, who had her fair share of life mirroring art when she was stuck in Italy last March as the pandemic struck. She was in a film, you guessed it, about the plague, where there were characters in quarantine. An example of hauntology, possibly, rather than serendipity. Great word, hauntology. I will come back to that later. Oh, you're curious to know now, aren't you? Dare I say, is it haunting you? So when I first approached Sarah to channel Romaine Brooks, an artist and Natalie's lifelong friend and lover, she'd just returned from a trip to Rome. She had been wandering aimlessly around the streets when she looked up and saw that there was a very 
same street where Romaine Brooks had lived. Is that coincidence or a sign? Last November, I gathered the satellite researchers together for a momentous digital salon. And in that space, more connections were palpable. There was Rosie Wall, abstract artist, who was channeling Mina Loy. And Rosie created Mina Loy's shop, and we all saw it through our Zoom screens. She was live painting during the salon, and she painted a white horse, strange to her, as she always works in abstracts. Her and her, a wonderful musical duo who creates the music for my film, totally connected to the horse image, which had recently appeared as their spirit animal in a shamanic workshop the day before. The horse was also really strong as an image for me, as Natalie was a passionate horse rider, and I have a scene where she gallops through the stages of her life on horseback. When the snow came in January, I stepped outside of my door, and at that moment a letter blew into my hands. It was a reply from Paris from the great philosopher and famous academic Lucy Irigaray, who is a major figure in my research. She was accepting my request to meet in Paris when I go there as part of my fieldwork. That letter had somehow missed the postbox and could have just blown away, but it didn't. Lucy Irigaray's work is all about connections between women and sensory experiences, so to receive the letter from her, delivered by the wind, was a real magic moment. She doesn't have email, by the way, and she's in her 90s. So serendipity, being open to connections, are for me the very essence of everything. Natalie said, the past is such a subtle thing, but in the end, nothing else exists. Everything is made of the past, even the future. And as I look deeper into how to channel Natalie and her circle, my brilliant supervisor told me about the theory of hauntology, which seems to marry well with my thinking. Hauntology, a return or persistence of elements from the past. If you have a small child, this tends to happen as they grow up and they ask on a regular basis, how do you know that song, mum? Be it jingles, memes, adverts, kids games, reusing, Depeche Mode, Pink Floyd or Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody used to sell detergent. And this is the way of research, finding your way through a maze of ideas a voyage of discovery and when you get there you realise that someone else may have expressed the idea already be it lying low in an academic paper somewhere or the vaults of a library or the world wide web not many can see it or indeed understand it what you thought was a revelation a true moment of knowing has been pinned down in a tomb of words but the nature of practice-based research gives a fresh angle and insight I think this makes it more exciting and fascinating as you are the discoverer and explorer this time around. No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river and he's not the same man. Not the same river and not the same man, but this time around, it's a woman. Me, swimming into many rivers, searching for lost treasures, fragments, poetry, past lives, flying letters even. And as I delve further into Natalie's life, into possible queer futures, I remain open to these serendipitous moments and will see what emerges to honour Natalie's words. I am legend. I will live again. And through my writings, happenings and co-creations, she most certainly will. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful serendipitous day. <laughs>